Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. Reactivators is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the show, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. I'm your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, the Indie Go Go Getter. I'm Nick Funko Stanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co host, Baby Tyler Schnub. Yeah, wait, wait, hello. Uh, Nick, I do, ha- do want to say this uh, because you'd said something right before we, we started recording that you were drinking day old coffee and then took a, a big swig of a Starbucks cup. This is gross. It's Why 7- did you do that? It's 7-Eleven. Um, okay. I actually like their coffee. I A day uh, old you do? Uh, cold? No, no I don't. Um, and it's not even really cold, which kind of makes it grosser. Like it's been oh, it's been Nick. stewing. Uh, so I, I started <laughs> I started intermittent fasting. Okay. Um <laughs> I was gonna, the next thing I was gonna say was please take care of yourself. <laughs> Today was a rough day. I had to drive to my work office and have uh, lunch, and really, I went all out. You know, um, yeah, awful. What an awful day for you. Go on. Uh, but yeah, I started waking up. The only thing I can have to hold me over from eight when I start work until ten is uh, coffee, black coffee. So I just had it on my desk and a little peek behind the curtain. I like to take a sip of something right before we start recording. Um, that's all I had in front of me. It's really gross. Ugh. All right, baby wow. Tyler. House games. Games are good. I'm playing the Animal Crossing DLC. Uh, I'm really, you know, these these the these villagers are really starting to like my sense of style when I'm mm. um, sort of redecorating their vacation homes. I don't think they're programmed to say that I'm this good, but I th- I'm thinking they are genuinely liking it. Okay, you think that. In some kind of free guy situation, you've actually upgraded the programming <laughs> by making such a beautiful home. I haven't seen that movie, but what I, but the results that I'm, you know, the results are in. They, I, I, I have good. I've, I'm getting promoted at at the uh, the job in the game. So wow, yeah, I'm, um, they're really starting to see my uh, my talents. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, we've got a couple of talents guesting on the show. You don't want to say what your games is? Um, My games is good. Uh, Let's see. I beat Deathloop, uh, which I'm very proud of. Um, It was hard, but I enjoyed it. Um, I got the good ending. I'll say that. And I think if I had gotten the bad ending, I wouldn't have liked it as much. Hmm. That's a little tease for a future episode, I suppose. Okay. Anyway, we have some great guests. Uh, I, sorry, I don't want to say too much about Deathloop because you thoroughly roasted me, raked me over the coals the other day because I I <laughs> gave you the log line of the game and you said it was a spoiler. <laughs> you kind of did. <laughs> you spoiled it. I just said the basic premise. Uh, so... That's it. Little little deeper in my opinion. Please, please go. We're going to go into spoiler territory with our game of the week. So I'm saving all my spoilers for that. Uh, And on that note, let's get our amazing guests in here. We have two of them. They're fantastic guests. Comedians, a Hollywood power couple. Oh, 
oh no, I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> oh no, Tyler, edit out that I called them a couple. All right, I'll, I'll edit in Hollywood power siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and hey, guess what? They're also writers for the family sketch show Studio C. It's Austin Williams and Mike Christian. Welcome to the show. Oh. Thank, Hi, you. thank you for having us. Wow, what a pleasure it is. Hey, are you guys mad at me before we go any further? What the hell? For, I for you. revealing that we work on a BYU TV show? Yes. Yeah. No, for revealing that we're dating. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. It had to come out sometime, and this is the podcast I hope it would come out on. So, uh, you know, we've, we've been keeping we've it under wraps the for the last three years. We went on the meet improv together. It was on their couples edition, but we didn't let it slip. And uh, <laughs> right. so... We dropped it here. This is what we wanted. We talked about this. Okay. And yeah. So I feel good. I have to tell you, I listened to that episode and it was deep in their couples month. And I was like, what is this weird pattern break that they just have Mike and Austin on just chatting <laughs> away? Um, but here's a pressing question for you both. Uh, how's games? Austin? Games are good. Um, I'm, I am... I would say elbows deep into this game I downloaded on my phone called Fishdom. It's like a knockoff Candy Crush, essentially. Uh, but I'm on, I downloaded it at the top of the pandemic, and I'm not proud to say that I'm on level 4,758 <gasps> now. Okay. Whoa. I've really made a lot of progress. And um, no, but it's, a, it's my go to mind-numbing game and i'll just like put a podcast on in the background but i'm doing i'm i'm doing some really good work on there i'll say that can i ask maybe this is too a personal of a reveal for you maybe have you paid any money in, into this game? no okay no and that is the threshold for me um okay i don't think i could really live with myself if i started started putting and there's no ads which is great but they do get oh. you by being like do you want more lives and they're like yeah. for five dollars you can have unlimited lives but usually that's a good time for me to like walk away and do something else sure i like that boy i wish life was like that five more dollars unlimited lives <laughs> what a deal <laughs> you know now that you put it that way maybe i should hey mike house games yeah. Oh, games are good. I am very deep into, uh, I, I discovered this strange series of games uh, through PlayStation Now called um, uh, Earth Defense Force. I don't know if you guys are familiar with these. They're like these Japanese games, uh, which uh, you are basically just a, it's like a third person action arcade shooter where you're just killing bugs, like giant mm -hmm. insects and then giant robots in like a city environment. and it's got two player scripts, split screen, mm. uh, local play. So me and my roommate Rob Skirbo, mm. fan of the pod, uh, have shout been. We just played a Rob. lot of it. Shout, shout out to Rob. Rob. Shout out Rob. Yeah, great guy. Uh, we are deep into this because it's the kind of game where you play and then you get new weapons and then you replay it and it's a uh, it's very arcadey. A shmup, a shoot 'em up. It's a shoot 'em up. Yeah. But there's different classes. You can be like a straight soldier. You can be like a guy who calls in, calls in artillery. And then yes. there's a class that I like, which is called wing diver, which is a woman in high heels who has like a jetpack on. 
Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Well, I don't like the fact that they sexualize her. That's the part that I want. I'm playing and I'm like, this isn't right. But I do love her gameplay style. You keep trying to put her in sneakers. I keep saying she needs sensible shoes. This is not the way to fight an alien invasion. Uh, and when I did just do my perverted voice, just for everybody out there, I was doing it at <laughs> the jetpack. Yes, you're a you're a known jetpack fetishist. <laughs> yeah, can't get enough. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I'm conflicted here, you know, um, because on one hand, high heels feeling practical for war. But if you have a jetpack, you maybe don't have to use them too much. Your feet. You could always have it on a low level and you take the pressure off your feet, mm-hmm. Austin. So yeah, but, I guess... but then what is the point of the high heels? <laughs> Glitz and glamour. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. We can't lose ourselves. Yes, there's an alien invasion destroying Earth. Let's not throw away glamour. right (laughs) hey uh speaking of high heels and glamour um this is not game related but mike and austin i just saw you both at a local la institution called jumbo's clown room (laughs) (laughs) i want to say to everybody everybody who listened and heard we're writing for a byu tv show (laughs) turn off (laughs) the podcast right now this is not the podcast for you nick go ahead continue oh no can we not talk about it (laughs) no we can can. (laughs) Uh, it's not that bad that's the only reason i bring it up because it was something that i was scared of in concept uh i this is a local la institution as i mentioned I think you might describe it as a gentleman's club, but um, there is no nudity. Uh, There are tasteful dancers on a stage. Um, People give them money, but it's very, it's tasteful. It's classy. It's very nice. Uh, And we were all there for our mutual friend, Lauren Kennedy's birthday party over the weekend. Um, You fan of uh, uh, Jumbos, anybody? (laughs) Me? Yeah, Mike, how about you? Oh, I, I have been there. That was my second time. I thought it was a lovely experience. Um, it was a lot of fun. But, but hey, I, I, I remember you coming up to me and you did seem a little like, you know, you seemed a little hesitant. Maybe you're like, should I be here? Mm-hmm. Am I doing the right thing? Where it's do I live? the regulars going to out me? <laughs> <laughs> is somebody going to say, there he is, the guy who comes in every day <laughs> yeah. with a bag full of coins? yeah i like to throw coins on stage uh i will say um awkward should i be here energy is what i bring to almost any (laughs) room i'm in so that's not too unusual uh austin what'd you think of that place you've been before no that was my first time i thought it was very fun um no but honestly the best part of it was the company i feel like i hadn't seen those people in years yeah it felt like a a nice um just a reunion of sorts of i know the pandemic's not over but it was just like a nice coming back into normalcy and and um i guess like working that social muscle of my brain that's been off for so long yes yeah good time yeah yeah i guess for the people invited um um that that has become uh, a, a running theme of me complaining I'm not invited to things on the show. Um, I, without doxing myself, I do live down the street from Jumbo's. 
Um, mm. So I could go potentially any time. I've been in the doorway <laughs> like a couple years ago, and I was like, I'm not paying to get in here, I don't think. And then I left. Um, but if I went with a bunch of people, I think it would be fun. Have oh, I frozen yeah. completely? We can hear you. No, you're, okay, great. Your audio is normal, but you look weird. Great. Thank you. It, it Mike, costs that was money. Rude. <laughs> you had to pay a cover when you went, Tyler? Yeah, this was like, I'll, this was maybe eight years ago. Oh. There's oh. no cover anymore, but there is a two item minimum, but that seemed pretty loose. I yeah. No one was like monitoring it, being like. Okay. You know. Yeah. That's good to know. Maybe I'll stop by. Yeah, pop on in. Hey, on yeah, that note, we should all go, Tyler. I, I don't want to dox myself, but I'm also very close. Okay, interesting. I like this. Oh. I, I, I mean, I got a bag full of coins. I've been itching to get rid of. Oh, you were the coin guy. Oh, hey. Speaking of which, let's move on to our next segment. We're doing a new segment today. It's time. For the Star Wars Warble. <clears throat> now this is podcasting. Roger, Roger. This is the way. <laughs> but I'm a senator. This is the way. Oh dear. I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. I will finish what you started. Do, 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 do. No. Go, my son. Leave me. No, you're coming with me. I'll not leave you here. I've got to save you. You already have, Luke. You were right. You were right about me. Tell your sister you were right. Welcome to the Star Wars War Bowl, where we talk about all things Star Wars. Oh, hey. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What an intro. Can I say listen to that? What I want to say, listen to that is... uh, I shall watch your career with great interest. Ah! <laughs> okay. Oh, hello there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that yeah, a quote? Is, yeah, I that's know. a quote. Oh. Okay. It's um, it's uh, in uh, <laughs> episode oh, so three, Revenge of the Sith. I think. Oh. Is it in one also? He know. definitely says it to General Grievous, and then I started watching the Clone Wars, and it's uh call forwarded to general grievous says it to obi-wan uh so we're gonna talk about star wars for a little bit today um <laughs> i'm uh, trying so hard not to sigh <laughs> right into the mic tyler does not share my two interests in life which are star wars and marvel uh, it's and not <laughs> i marvel's fine um call of duty I, we all know how, i mean it's 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 just for sick people um Star, uh, Star Wars, I think, is an interesting fandom because it seems as though people hate almost all every, almost all the movies, but love everything else about it. Uh, yeah, I love the fandom because they they are kind of the most evil. You know what I mean? I just love how toxic they are about mm-hmm. everything that wasn't made by a white guy, pretty much. Uh, and even some of that stuff they don't like that's what i mean they're like <laughs> they're like the third one sucks and you know the first one you know you gotta you know whatever i don't know and that's why i want to honor the toxic fandom today 
um no i've dabbled in being a star wars hater myself i it was something i loved immensely as a child and then um they made a bunch of bad movies uh <laughs> and i won't say which ones um, but there are some bad ones i would say most of them are not that great however I've been on a Mando kick. I'm a huge fan of Mandalorian. I've showed my grotesque baby Yoda plushie on here before. It's not an arm's reach. Okay. And it is butt ugly, by the way. It is the <laughs> nastiest thing I've ever seen. It is very ugly. Wait, because it's like a off-brand baby Yoda? Kind of. It is a plushy version of Lego baby Yoda. <laughs> a plushy <laughs> so. version of Lego baby Yoda. Got it. I don't want to despair. So they have they're He's like, how awful. can we make this harder to make? <laughs> they were like, let's take something that has all right angles and make it a plushie. Yes. <laughs> Fascinating. Uh, yeah. So just to tie this back into games, however loosely, I downloaded Star Wars Battlefront 2, the 2017 version on uh, EA Play on the PS4. And I really like it, even though... I don't love all these movies going back and just being able to play as a clone or a droid or even the first order and uh, whatever, whatever they're called, the resistance. It's kind of fun. So um, I wanted to bring this up for a couple of reasons. One, because I like it and Star Wars is cool and we all agree it's not toxic. And uh, <laughs> I want to talk with Mike and Austin a little bit about your thoughts on Star Wars. And also if Star Wars ever comes up in the context of the show you work on. Oh, it certainly does. I mean, we, we had a sketch that we did uh, just this past season, uh, which I think just came out in the last episode on Monday. That was Star the Wars? Teen, Yo- Teen Yoda. Oh, they did yes. A Teen Yoda sketch. Yes. So it was a, a sketch that uh, Megan Rico, I believe, pitched. Mm-hmm. Very funny writer. Um, and she, it was a, like a sitcom of instead of uh, baby Yoda, now he's the teen Yoda and Mando is his father. And it sort of played like a multicam sitcom. It's a okay. pretty fun idea. Very but Austin, what's your, what's your relationship to Star Wars? My relationship with Star Wars is not a great one. I mean, I watched them with my family as a kid because my dad felt like <laughs> we should. Uh, but I have not seen them since I would go to the theaters and I would watch the new ones, but I think I might just have like a super low standard for movies or I lack taste in movies because I was, I always left being like, yeah, that was, that was fine. But then there was a lot of always backlash from Mike to be like, no, that was terrible. I'd be like, yeah, that was awful. Um, but really I just. I, I think when it comes to science fiction movies, uh, I, I lack the palette. Interesting. So you're you're okay with them, but you they're, they're fine. Yes, yeah. I feel the same way about them as I do. Uh, like, the, the, okay, I might get some hate for this, but like the ones with what's her name, Ridley, uh, uh, Ray. Daisy. Oh no, Alien. Oh no. No. Daisy Ridley? Yes. Yeah, Ray. Right? That's her character. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Yes. So the ones with her are the, those are the ones people hate, right? Yeah, for different reasons than the older ones, but yes, those those are the target of ire quite frequently. To me, there are no worse than the originals. 
Wow. I know that's a hot take, but also I haven't seen the originals in like 10 years. So maybe I would change my mind. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Mike. Well, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty deep in, I mean, I'm, I'm deep into the point that I have one of my buddies, a guy I went to college with, he ripped the, uh, there's these nerds online who they made like the original cuts of the original trilogy, like without any of the changes, they've like remastered them taking out all the stuff that Lucas added and my buddy ripped those onto DVD uh, Blu-rays that he then sent to me. So I have the original movies in their theatrical format in like remaster on Blu-ray. As Um, a groomsman's gift. It was like a really nice gift. Yeah. Shout out to Dan Loletta. Um, But, but, uh, but yeah, no, and I've read, I've even read some of the comic books and, uh, I've watched some of the Clone Wars and Rebel stuff, but there's just too many seasons. And there's a lot. There's too much, but uh, but yeah, I, I like Star Wars. I, I I'm pretty bummed about the newest trilogy because, like, you know, if you do watch Marvel movies and you watch like Infinity War to Endgame, and you're like, look, if you plan ahead, you can make something that makes sense across movies. Mm-hmm. But with the new trilogy, it was like they're like JJ made a reboot, and then Ryan Johnson was like, ha ha. I have an idea. None of that made sense. And then they were like, now the third one, they were like, let's try to make it make sense again. And they just, it was terrible and upset everyone. Yes. But, uh, and I think that the solo movie sucked. I think, I think Rogue One wasn't even very good, even though people are like, it's the, it's one of the best. Overrated for sure. We don't care about the characters. We Mm -hmm. don't care. Uh, So, but, and even Mandalorian, I think, some of the episodes are real stinkers, uh, but then, you know, like the ones where they kind of lean into more genre conventions, like the one where he was on a ship with Bill, Bill Burr and it kind of turned into a horror movie. I was yeah. like, yeah, stuff, stuff like that's good. But yeah, I, I think they're just a little too precious. And then they, when they do take risks, they do ones that are actively upset their ravenous, toxic fan base. So uh and no one in china likes the movies so uh, maybe we just call it a wrap you know what i mean yeah maybe it's just that's a wrap on star wars i i went to disneyland recently i saw all the star wars stuff there i was like now this is fine i don't mind this i don't mind being in it (laughs) but i i tried that does anybody we're familiar with this blue milk they have yes (laughs) very familiar yeah i think it tastes like shit it was really bad yeah, um, sorry. I believe I've had the Disneyland version. Am I correct in remembering? There's like a pineapple flavor to it. There's a green one as well. Okay. Also suck shit. It's really bad. I wow. agree with you though that the experience of walking through Disney's Star Wars land is better than a movie. Like when those stormtroopers come up to you and they're like, hey, what's going on here? You're like, this is great. Like this is Yeah. Awesome. I went on whatever the newest Star Wars ride they had where you had to like in the morning, you had to sign up to just get in the line, you know, hours and hours later. Rise of the Resistance. That's it. And there's a, okay, you know, I, this guy knows it. I never uh, got to go on before the pandemic. It's one of my biggest life regrets. You're one of your biggest life regrets. Mm-hmm. Say that out loud one more time. One of my and, biggest life regrets. And not- Vic, you kind of, you kind of look like Vader in his, uh, <laughs> in that like thing where he's being healed. In his back to uh, tank. Back to tank. There it is. Yeah. You kind of look like it just peeked open and that's what we're seeing. And you're like, this was my biggest regret. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That was pretty good. 
it's too late for me, son. Okay. Kind of a uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a permit. Hmm. I am your father. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, why don't they do that? That's all the same IP, right? Surely that's in the works. It's Muppet like a, Star Wars. Yoda's yeah, kind of a Muppet. A Muppet Star Wars. They, I feel like that's like I saw maybe some merch with that at Disneyland, but I could be wrong. It they, sounds real. They they mis mis you know they're mis. What am I trying to say here? They mis- mismanaged. <laughs> they mismanaged the whole the whole park uh, with these sick crossovers. Um, Tyler, did you have a Ronto wrap? That's no, a big I, food item. I we had the blue milk, and we were like, we're not trying anything else here. <laughs> Wow, I heard it's good. Um, the blue milk, the Ronto the, wrap. The, I tried wrap? the blue milk, blue milk milk. Um, <clears throat> boy, that's a wrap on the Star Wars warble. <laughs> we are done. Yeah, we're done. and that that ends with now you saying also as many quotes you can remember from the movies. Me? <laughs> or yes, anybody. Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh. Wow. Uh. Uh, roll around in these flowers. Uh, do you know the one I'm talking about? That was a meme for a while. <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> uh, you're you're soft. I'm not like sand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Anyways, I that's all the quotes I remember. <laughs> um, is it time for my segment, Nick? Please. Okay. Um. This uh, this segment is of course called uh, "We Got 'Em Autumn." The crackling of the fire. Ha- try the pumpkin spice, Midna. Oh, thank you, Dewey from Dewey's Adventure. You also try the th- pumpkin spice. All right, I'm really half-assed that one. Uh, <laughs> welcome to welcome to We Got a Modem, uh, where I talk about uh, you know it, it's the, the season to play We, um, and I I'd like to announce We Got a Modem is now canceled. <laughs> um, uh, wow! I know we're only well, I guess halfway into the fall, but I had to cancel it. Um, I had to sell some of my We games. Um, oh. yeah, I'm, you know, it's rough times around the Schnupp, uh, Housestead and, uh, you know, had to get rid of them. And I'm starting to think that nobody really likes the Wii anymore. Well, I don't think anyone really liked the Wii after Wii Sports. Is that a hot take? What? I don't uh, think that's a searing hot take, to be honest. Because, because I feel like the Wii was built for the Wii Sports and everyone freaked out. It was selling out like hotcakes. Wii bowling. Uh, we tennis. We tennis. Very we good. Yes. We golf we was we golf. And then I think it caused a lot of uh maybe disordered eating in a lot of America's youth with the we oh, weight. The oh, we fit. Yes. I used to freak out about that. Exactly. Yes. I think I think that messed with a generation's mind. And then I think after that, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to add that little knob thingy to every game and it didn't yeah. always it didn't always work well the knob the thing you put at the bottom to make increase the sensitivity no 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 the little the the nunchuck yes oh, the, jo- the yeah. like joystick part yeah um also students some great 
space work on the zoom screen right now mm-hmm. um i'm starting to think that you may be right about that uh just so you know <clears throat> uh, this is the second uh we segment i've had to cancel uh everybody will remember uh um uh, we boy summer boy summer that was canceled uh pretty quickly um i really thought uh we got a modem was gonna um you know be more more of a thing than it was and and what it what really happened was uh i got too broken needed to sell my games yeah uh, you're telling me nobody wanted to come over to my house and play avatar into the inferno I can't believe that, but that's that's now, how it went. Is is that Avatar Dennis Cameron's Avatar or Airbender? Airbender. Well, and Shyamalan's was that made... Avatar. <laughs> Wrong. Well, was that made for the Wii or was it made for like the GameCube? Because weren't the two compatible? Yes, this one was made for the Wii. It was specifically made so you could point at little objects and then you could you could bend them with the the Wii Okay, then then I, I take back what I said because all the Wii games I would play on mm. the Wii were just GameCube games that were like virtual console. Is that what you're talking about? No, uh, no, no. You, you you could put like the tiny GameCube games into the yeah, Wii, right? I guess GameCube games were backwards compatible. Yeah, I still yes. that's how I still play GameCube games is on my Wii. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, maybe in the future there will be a GameCube seg- segment because apparently everybody thinks the Wii is, is absolute trash. Um, <laughs> Listener, uh, Tyler is visibly upset after since Austin said no one likes the Wii except for Wii Sports. He's crying. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I just try and come up with these really good segments for the show. <laughs> And I then like ASMR I, intro. I feel like I hijacked his week. No, <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad it went this way. Um, it's uh, it's just a it's just a reminder for the future to never try a Wii based segment ever again. So, okay, um, I was really looking forward to the Winter Ball. Oh, Winter well, Wonderland. I probably would have come up with a much better name. So I, I think <laughs> I think that's just not in the cards right now. Um, so, you know, to everybody out there who is a fan of the Wii, uh, I'm sorry and I failed you. And maybe we can, you know, meet up on Reddit or something, <laughs> figure out something. Yeah. Um, but that'll that'll uh, conclude. We got a modem. Uh, enjoy your pumpkin spice, Binda. Wow. Um, for the listener, if you have any suggestions on segments Tyler can do to replace his fallen Wii uh, ones, why don't you go ahead and rate our podcast on iTunes? Um, five stars would be great. <laughs> we'll take less, but uh, we really say that. Four is not bad. Four is not bad, but don't don't give the don't. The five is the universal average. We'll take we'll take more fives. Just tell us we're great. Um, I started instituting this rule. I talked about it on my recent appearance on Good Christian Fun. Uh, for the listener, if you like anything I do, just tell me you liked it. If you don't like it, just tell me you liked it. Okay, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about our game of the week. 
If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game. And we're back. Uh, full spoilers ahead for Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I probably could have said that before you stuck around through the break, but uh, I would recommend not listening any further. We're going to talk about this game thoroughly. <clears throat> Red Dead Redemption 2 is an action-adventure game developed and published by Rockstar. A prequel to 2010's Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead 2 follows protagonist Arthur Morgan, an outlaw living in 1899 who must navigate crossroads and moral dilemmas as he struggles to keep his fugitive gang together while they combat government forces, rival gangs, and the decline of the Wild West. Presented in both third and first person perspectives, Red Dead 2 follows in the footsteps of other Rockstar games by featuring an interactive open world environment. Players can shoot guns, hunt, rob trains and banks, play poker and tame wild horses. You're all right, girl. Originally released in 2018 on Xbox One and PS4 to critical acclaim, Red Dead Redemption 2 is considered one of the best video games ever made, an example of video games as a work of art. It went on to sell over 39 million copies and is one of the best-selling video games of all time. Mike and Austin, I understand this is one of your favorite games. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, Yeah. What an intro. Yeah, uh, it is a good game, isn't it? Well, we I played it during the deep pandemic, uh, early, uh, like 2020, mid whatever. We were in Utah writing on the aforementioned show. And uh, yeah, there's nothing to do. And I would just sit there and play it. And Austin would play her phone game and then look up occasionally and just get invested in the story. And uh, and she cried. Okay, you cried. but I, I wow. yeah, oh yes, but I felt roasted. Yes, this Why? was the beginning of my fishdom. Um, <laughs> this was the beginning of <laughs> invested in in my fish tank and uh, beating those off-brand Candy Crush levels. Uh, but I I do feel like I was very invested in the game. I was like I would watch it like a movie. Yeah, it is extremely cinematic. So uh, that tracks for me. Um, may I ask, where did you cry? Oh, I the end. The yeah. end. Well, when, you cried what? when the horse dies. Spoilers, when, when your horse dies. Yes, that really... Well, you kill the horse, right? Don't you? You have to put it out of its misery and shoot it. I think, I think so. Uh, and that, that wasn't the very end of the game because then there are, there's a whole other sad part where like you, spoiler, Arthur Morgan die, uh, which I think you also were very upset at. Yes. Um, but not quite. you didn't know. Crying at, <laughs> or did you cry at that too? No, I, I think I cried at that too. That was like, it was just a very emotional game. I like couldn't, it was one of those games where it's like a book where you walk away and all you can still think about are the characters and you're like, God, I can't believe they're dead. Yeah. 
Red Dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, it, it's it's so good. And Austin hadn't played the first one, so she didn't know anything about John Marston or his son. So screw when off. I got to, what's that? I said screw, screw off. off. <laughs> Because uh, I started playing him and I was like, this is actually the guy from the first game. And she was like, great. Where's, where's Arthur? Where's yeah. his horse? Yes. Who cares about John Marsden? Like that bad name too. So I suspect that a lot of people who beat this game and didn't play the first game definitely felt that way. What I was surprised by as a huge fan of the first game is I also felt that way. Um, mm. Just to go into a little background on this game series, uh, the actor who plays John Marston, his name is Rob Wheathoff. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. He was a down-on-his-luck actor um, who basically couldn't get work. Uh, one of his last auditions was for Rockstar. Sounds like an actor, am I wrong? Freaking <laughs> <laughs> La La Land out here. Uh, so he couldn't get any work until he was hired on this game. He spent, I think, several years working on the first one, doing motion capture for characters when this was not the main technology at the time. This was very new. Rockstar was a big pioneer of that. And he became John Marston. That game came out. It was critically acclaimed as well. His performance is amazing. It's so good. He's in the pantheon of best video game characters, as far as I'm concerned. And then all the stories that came out afterwards were he had been struggling. He got one game. Games don't pay that well. And he quit. And he stopped acting altogether and moved to Indiana to become a construction worker. This is oh true. My gosh. Uh, however, in the lead up to this game, everyone was asking, who's the star? They didn't know. And the marketing was not clear about that. They especially were not clear on if the character of John Marston was coming back. So when I started this game, I was shocked to find out that he is in it. And then when getting to the end, oh, he's playable again. So it turns out he had actually spent the last five years uh, prior to the game coming out working on motion capture again for it. And he put all this time in. I think it's just an amazing story. So Beyond the character mm. itself, which we'll get into, uh, I think that's one of the coolest uh, video game stories. That's that's fascinating, and I because when you play the game, either game, there are like the script must have been two thousand pages. I, mm -hmm. I don't know what a script like a video game script looks like, but the whole time I'm like, dang, how long are they in that recording you know, booth doing this? And I'm also thinking, what sort of residuals do you get if any at all I'm, is it considered like new media i'm sure it's not w it's not uh, sag to be in video games is no it? it may not even be union or it might be now but i don't know if it was previously rockstar um who i think puts out great games i'll say this they don't always have a great track record of treating employees well, of treating uh, stars of their games well. Um, they kind of infamously lost the star of Grand Theft Auto 4. Um, the actor played Nico Bellic because he was paid $100,000 for his time filming, but no residuals. And this is this guy's the main character. That, and that, that game was the best-selling thing like media of like, like bigger than any video game bigger than any movie bigger than any tv show yeah like, 
yeah massive um and all these companies want to be cheap Uh, and it's yes it's messed up because the emotional residual impact of playing those games and like half living it half reading a book half watching a movie like like Austin said it does stick with you and and that is these games uh left for dead or no not uh, last of us that game Mm -hmm. like that is these are art forms and like i don't know if the unions need to get involved or what needs to happen but those people need to get paid for that like that is valuable art that is i don't know it's good I 100% agree. Tyler, I know you disagree. You don't think people should get paid? No, I th- I'm... <laughs> you know, sue me. I I, I think... Uh, no. Uh, uh, so let's go back to this horse deck. Because... I, I didn't want to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be clear on what we're talking about. I think I know the moment... Um, and I actually tried to bring this up at Jumbo's, but it was a little too loud to have a full conversation about yeah, you, a horse dying. <laughs> you saw one of the regulars barreling towards you. Yeah, I had to <laughs> get out of there fast. <laughs> uh, so if I remember, I, I definitely remember this correctly because I just watched over my shoulder as he played, but I don't know if you're referring to something different. At the end of Arthur Morgan's story in the climax, his horse gets shot. Um yes. This also is dependent on if you have the highest level of bonding with your horse. I found that out recently. So some people don't even see this. <laughs> yeah, Mike's putting his hands up in the air and cheering. <laughs> if your horse bonding is high enough, your horse gets shot, which is scripted. It's dying, and Arthur goes over and he whispers, thank you. To yes! Oh. Yeah. Yes! I just got chills when you said I did too! <laughs> I did too! Uh, well, <laughs> we got some arm here standing up <laughs> it is um it uh it gave me chill saying it it was a really powerful moment followed by another really powerful moment um the way that this game plays out i know i said spoilers so hopefully only people who uh don't care or have played it are listening but um unlike in the first game where you're basically this invincible cowboy until the very end uh Arthur starts that way and he gets sick during the course of the game and he gets tuberculosis and the game goes from very fun to fun, but also very sad. <laughs> the longer it goes, you'll find him in moments. You'll The cutscene will end and you'll see him just wheezing on a rock trying to get air. Uh, and it, it becomes sort of obvious where the story is going. Uh, although I was hoping against hope that he would pull through somehow. But after this horse death, there is a very emotional death scene where um, that can also go a couple different ways. And we'll talk about that. But for most people who I think get the good ending, um, uh, Arthur has a confrontation with Dutch, who is essentially the primary antagonist of the gang of the game, this gang leader who kind of loses his mind and Micah, his second in command. And uh, you just die alone on a rock overlooking the sunrise. It's very beautiful. Um, so the, all that to say afterwards, you've spent so much time with Arthur, this new playable character, you get to know him, you get to feel his struggles. You get put back in the shoes of John Marston, the character from the original game. And uh, Austin's shaking her head. No, but I'll tell you this. Um, 
I am a huge fan of the first one. I finished the second one and played the first one again. I think John's character is great, even though that game is now 11 years old. It still totally holds up. And the reason to me that it's worth it to put him in as the playable character at the end is that without spoiling Red Dead 1, John's life is hard. His story is tough. And in a way, Arthur Arthur's redemption in two gives John a shot at life that you only get to see in that epilogue. Yes. When he, when you, when you end up doing what I would say is the moment that I respect people who are like, I couldn't finish the game when you get on your farm and then it's like, do the farm chores. And I was like, okay, do I need to? They're like, please move this hay around. And I get that people checked out at that point. <laughs> I, I, I do get it, but I had bought in big at that moment, so I was fine with it. Me too. I love it. Past guest of the show, Jake Jabor, famously won't play the game at all because he's heard about that part of it. He just he doesn't even know about Arthur. He just <laughs> wants to skip it on the basis of he doesn't want to be a farmer. <laughs> well, Jake also doesn't want to do his chores. I think I don't think he's doing laundry <laughs> happily. You know, I think Jake's probably throwing his laundry angrily into the washing machine. And so I could see how he would have trouble with that. I babysat for his lovely cat, Lemon, um, a few months back. And when I tried to open the door to his apartment the first time, there were hay bales just haphazardly stacked in front of it. Mm. It's a pain. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a farmer in his L.A. apartment. He doesn't need to be a farmer in a video game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to, and, and I hate to come back to this, but you did call it babysitting. That's a cat. Go on. Oh. That's a good, mm. that was a good take. Okay. Yeah, first I thought you were going to say I was babysitting Jake, and I was going to be like, Nick, you've taken too many Wii improv classes. I don't know what's <laughs> going, what your relationship has morphed into. Yeah, hard to tell. <laughs> he makes me pay him to babysit him. I don't think that's weird. <laughs> Like I have to make sure he doesn't get into any of the stuff in his cabinets. It's normal. <laughs> no, bad, bad, Jake, bad. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, uh, what were we talking about? This is a great game. Tyler, did you beat this game? Yeah, I did. Um, almost a hundred percent. And it was a couple years ago, and I forgot so much of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I of course I remember the ending. It was very sad. Um. I d- did I have a little cry? Of course. I had a little cry in the couch. Wow. Um, I was really bummed when the pandemic hit and everybody was playing that. And I was like, well, I already beat the whole thing. I, can't, I don't want to do it again. It, like <laughs> I'd sunk so many hours in that thing. I did like almost every side mission. I really enjoyed being in it. Yeah. yeah we called it horse game because it's mostly horse, horse stuff. And, you know, that's fine. I like I love I loved the horse. I had. I think somebody pre roommate pre-ordered it. So I had a big chunky horse the whole time. Oh, this guy was huge. A good boy. That's a good boy. <laughs> uh, he was cool. And he, he was a big chunky guy. Um, and so it was really hard. He was. Yeah. So it was really hard to see him go. I was sad. All right. Peep it guy. And I think what well, that moment is, is so powerful. It's like, cause you do, you use the horse as a utility for so much of the game. The game yeah. can't happen without the horse. And you kind of are like, okay, it's like the car I'm driving, whatever. And then when it's like, oh no, you do love the horse. Like 
we as players didn't realize how much we were attached until that moment. And yeah. it, like, that's, I think, because the game is kind of a grind at times. And like, to then turn that grind into an emotional moment is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, well, I get a, I, I feel like I get emotional about losing cars too. Am I like the only one? Yeah, DVD no. of Cars too. About <laughs> <laughs> the, the I'm movie Cars too. I'm gonna buy you a new copy, baby. Don't worry. No, 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 no. Just like, like I feel like a lot of memories happen in Cars. I feel like a lot of times first kisses happen in Cars. A lot of emotional conversations happen in Cars. Uh, phone calls with loved ones. I think. Um, every time I've had to get rid of a car, it's been like, it's been a pretty big emotional toll on me. Yeah. You also don't like handing away sweaters though. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So chill out, dude. You don't have to <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be vulnerable for the, for the audience. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. I, 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 I also get emotional about cars. I I've had classically very bad luck with cars. Mm. Um, but it's as, and you know, it's a struggle to get them in the first place. And I think it is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sad thing when they're, when they're tragically taken from you. Yes. <laughs> Tyler's yeah. crying right now. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, I just remember in an old Volvo. Aww. <laughs> Baby, which was the Volvo was shot. <laughs> Volvo was shot. Volvo was shot. I had to put it down. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It just goes in the compactor. Yeah. <laughs> and it just it just forms a thumbs up like Terminator T <laughs> two. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about uh the music of this game a little bit. Um. Also, actually, really quickly, I have a horse anecdote. This is something that's kind of popular online. It's been passed around a bit. But uh, the actor who plays uh, Arthur Morgan, Roger Clark, great guy, great Twitter follow. He um, he was talking about having to re-record all of the lines when if you pet the horse at different levels of bonding, it starts with like, all right. And then by the end, it's like, you're all right, girl. He loves the horse. He pets it a lot and stuff like that. He had to re-record all those lines after the first day, whole day spent recording them because they sounded too sensual. It sounded like he wanted to hook up with his own horse. All right, girl. <laughs> wow. Uh, which I think is fun. That's Be- a good trot. <laughs> uh spin for me he likes to say that he's like why don't you put on these heels in a jet pack <laughs> uh but i want to talk about the music real quick this game has two soundtracks did we know this it's amazing i'm getting well, i guess like I get the to know. score <laughs> the score and then the couple random actual songs yeah more than a couple there's eight to ten at least um so one of the soundtracks was instrumental that was done by woody jackson who also did the first game uh something that's interesting about this game in comparison to that one is that both games soundtracks are super memorable in the first game they they're all takes on existing Western movies. And in this game, for both the soundtrack and the story, they decided to 
veer away from cliches from the obvious things and instead the game is designed around the locations so it's loosely based on different states and based on the geography and the climate of them they actually fine-tuned the sound and story to fit that which i think is really cool but this composer woody jackson great composer he uh would listen to the early compositions for the game but he wanted to know how they would work in action so he would go out on his farm and shoot guns while he listened to his own score <laughs> i think that's neat wow um and then uh the other soundtrack i want to talk about because i have my own emotional uh, anecdote in relation to it it was done by a guy I believe the pronunciation of his name is Daniel Lanoy. He's a real character. He's a French Canadian um, musician who moved uh, from uh, Ontario area to New Orleans and became immersed in the Southern music scene. And he's produced a lot of albums. He's done some movies, I believe. He's a really amazing musician. And regular Neil Young, am I wrong? <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. You're very accurate. Another Canadian. <laughs> yes, who obsessed with. <laughs> Go on. So, uh, Daniel Lanoy, he wrote um, or produced all of these songs that have vocals to them that will play at different times. Unshaken, uh, featuring vocals by D'Angelo, is a big one in the game. Uh, there's also a f- kind of famous farming song where you build a house. <laughs> oh, the building a house. Yeah, I remember that one. But the song that I that stuck with me the most was the original song "Cruel Cruel World," which was done by 89 year old Willie Nelson. <laughs> if you guys remember this song, um, it plays when John Marston in the epilogue rides from his farm to, out, uh, basically off the farm, and he's going to become an outlaw again for a little while to do some missions to try to find a house. And I just remember I was playing this game. I started at maybe 10 at night. It was late, but I was so close to finishing the story. I finished it. And then for three or four hours, I kept playing as John because there was all this built up intensity. Like, is Arthur really gone? What's going to happen? There's this time skip. It's all new. And when I rode off that property and Willie Nelson started singing, it was just the biggest moment of relief. I loved it. Ah, this feels good. Yeah. Did you ever visit Arthur's grave as John? I did. Yes. Um, did you have a memory of that? Yeah. I, I just remember making my go up there so we could um, pay our <laughs> respects. Okay. How'd it go? I, I think I cried again in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. This is, we are, this game made us all very weepy. Uh, yeah. Uh, not expecting, uh, not expecting that, I suppose. We're all crying now. We're all crying. Well, I definitely wasn't. I feel like Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that was like the first game I'd really watched you play. And before that, I was like, oh boy, I'm dating a, I'm dating a gamer boy. (laughs) And without really like understanding the reality of uh, what video games are now. Or what they can be. Yes. Yes. Cause in my head, I was like, oh great. It's just another call of duty type or halo which never really interested me they weren't you know they weren't very story heavy it was just in the moment gameplay and Mm -hmm. um and i think this game this game really changed my perspective on video games and this this segued us into us playing last of us both the two last of us games yes uh which again Mm -hmm. were a bit of a little bit weepy at times yes those games are 
on their face sadder than uh, these, yeah. I, I would say. Although the emotional investment here goes a long way to making an ultimately sad but uplifting payoff where um, sometimes in the Last of Us games, they start sad and, and sad. <laughs> yes. Although I did yeah. cry at a happy moment when they're in the museum and he plays the... the um, the space shuttle liftoff music oh, for her. Yeah, beautiful moment. It was just, oh, chills, chills. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These arm hairs are going up. It's like Spider-Man at the beginning of Infinity War. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> for the nerds out there, that was a sick reference. Um, Austin and Mike, uh, was there anything about Red Dead Redemption 2 you wanted to mention? Uh, I'm a little upset that we never, we never saw the ghosts. We kept going to the bog because I read online that there was a ghost in the bog. And if you went at a certain time, you could see her and you could like communicate with her and talk with her. And so I kept making Mike go to the bog and we would just wait around in the water. And I think at one point we like saw her in the background. I was like, go, go, go. But we never like, we never got to interact with her and. I think about that a lot. I also think mm. about the mountain people. They were freaking scary. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Appalachia. Yes. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Are these yes. the Skinners? Yes. I think so. No, not the Skinners. No? The Skinners are the people who like shoot up with like um, bows and arrows. Maybe they're the same people, but I thought it was different. They were like the coal mining kind of people. Oh, Maybe. yes. Uh, from and, like, the, Arthur's there story. There had been some like pollution had gotten into their water. And yeah, they so they started like eating, well, and they started eating, right? Wasn't there cannibalism? There was some cannibalism. Uh, yeah, they're definitely hanging people up and stripping their flesh off. Um, yes, very oh, scary. What are these people called? Yeah, the Appalachian, that's a good uh, descriptor for them. They're in uh, Butcher's Creek, Butcher's Hollow, mm-hmm. one of the last locations. Yeah. Yeah. Like these yeah. Mutant freaks. That was great. And then, uh, yeah, speaking of what Austin was talking about, I did go on a deep dive on that. There's a whole subreddit about this, like, Red Dead Mysteries. <laughs> and so, like, I was able to go to that, like, house where you can see a UFO. Oh, that was so cool. But creepy. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, whatever Rockstar is doing, I'm, I mean, I know there's a huge crunch they put their people under, but, uh, man, the... the they come up with some really good stuff they sure do um there's so much we could talk about this game but we'll have to do it another time this is a horrible segue we'll do Uh, it at jumbos (laughs) yeah perfect we'll do it at jumbos hey mike and austin it sounds like you're fans of red redemption 2 but have you ever been inside red dead redemption 2 no Oh, interesting. Tyler? Well, <laughs> are we supposed to say yes? No, you, uh, no. unless you have. No. Um, no. <laughs> okay, I'd be then shocked you're... if you'd been inside the game. Yeah. I wish I could, though. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. And I'd like to. <laughs> interesting. 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 We thought you'd say that. <laughs> um. Hey, uh, I, I, I actually left a package by your door if you want to go grab that me uh, but uh, yeah for both there's the, 
we've left a package for each of you. Mm-hmm. If you're in two different houses, I left them at both. We are. Oh, look at that. Wow. Yeah, that's where the reactivator is. And I put this on my head. Some people have. They have, yeah. It they try to wear it like an Oculus Rift. It looks like that's what you're doing. It doesn't it doesn't actually really work like VR in that sense. It's actually way better. It's way better and cooler in its own unique thing. Uh, so if we uh, just plug our Red Dead 2s into it, then we can actually jump inside the game together and explore it. Okay, they're doing it. <laughs> Here we go. Red Dead 2. <laughs> Hacking in. Well, I'm sorry to hear... Um... About your troubles, um, sounds hard. It's, it sounds like a rough thing to go through. Uh, you love that horse and all that. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, cheer you up probably. Maybe uh, do a couple chores around the barn. What do you say? I don't know. I'm just, I'm so down and depressed. My horse died. I know, I know it's just an animal. I should get over it, but... Oh, that horse was everything to me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, uh, I bring this up because you've uh, been here for about a week and have done no chores. So, um, you know, maybe uh, stop wallowing and maybe pick up a wheelbarrow. Maybe that'd make you feel better. Oh, but I just love my horse so much and it died a okay, couple yeah. days ago and I was just so broken up and I could feel it was coming when I was hired earlier in the week. That's why I didn't do any chores then. Okay. Well, how's about this? Yeah. You do your chores or you you get the hell out of here. What? In my time of mourning, you're going to throw this over my head? Yeah, everybody around the farm. You're bugging everybody around the damn farm, all right? You're 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 whining, you're crying. It's it's I've had enough. My wife's on my ass. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do some work. Okay, look here. I'm grabbing the wheelbarrow. I'm gonna Thank start you. Doing some chores. That's all I. Ow, Daddy pushed the wheelbarrow into me. <laughs> oh no! I hurt your son. Ow, my leg. Uh, okay, listen. Dad, you, I can't walk. All right, you and now. <laughs> You also been whining, complaining. Okay, there's nothing wrong with your leg. Okay, uh, but Dad, I just remember when the remember when the dog got bit by a snake. Oh. Yeah, I, I, that was that was some years ago. At this point, I, I can't do any chores because I think about Fluffy. Now. That was I I I agree. That was a very sad thing that happened. I, I but I but nobody's doing any damn chores around here, and my damn wife is getting pissed, and she won't do nothing about it neither. So I need everybody to stop wallowing and do some. And I, if you're really hurt, I'll get you bandied. I'm okay. I'm okay too. Even though I ran over him. Oh. Damn liners. All right. This is what all right. Okay. okay I'll help you pick up the hay. Thank Daddy! You. Daddy! 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 
Mama's been shot. Mama's <gasps> been shot. What? Oh, I can't shot. do anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, who? By who? Some robbers came out of the house earlier, Daddy. God damn it. God damn robbers. Why are you holding a smoking gun, Sandy? Uh, well... And that's a, I, I just really came here to say that I don't I don't think now that mom is dead I should be able I should do any chores. What now? Come on, Daddy, hand me that gun. When I left the kitchen, Mama was asking her to do the dishes. Shut up, Robert! You shut your damn mouth. <laughs> now, if I find out that you have shot Rob, and then now I have, well, maybe this is good for me. Oh my gosh, you're a widower. I'm so sorry. Now, now unlike oh. you, ungrateful bastards, I'm not I'm not going to let this affect my mood, all right? I am okay. going to stuff this deep down and I am going to do the farm work like you all should be doing. Now, help me bury your mother. Oh. He steps on it steps in a, a pail of milk and slides out of the barn. <laughs> Yeah, what the Whoa, hell? Look at Dad go. <laughs> go, Daddy, go. <laughs> the the, belt, the, the uh, bucket of milk goes over a little cliff, and he just goes way down this long, steeping climb. Yo! <laughs> Daddy, go, Daddy, go. <laughs> Daddy, go. Mr. Marston, you're so fast. <laughs> He's now, the best milk riding pale man in all the West. My damn now everything feels broken. Help me. What we're too sad to help. You're broken. <laughs> we uh we cut to um cut to the next day the dad's in a full body cast. <laughs> Um, and they're all uh, they're they're in a wagon. They're trying to get groceries. All right, just grab the grab the grab the coins out of my my coin bag. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not you know, just enough to to get some grocery. And I <laughs> <laughs> I got two dollars. Let's go. Uh, hey, oh, God damn it! Alone in the damn carriage again. What the hell? Oh no! It's one of the regulars from from the from the uh, the whorehouse. Is that right to say? I'll take one chicken pot pie. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I don't actually work here. Uh, better act like I do. One pot pie coming up. Man, I could really go for a bath right now. Oh, who's this new? in the full body cats. <laughs> oh, me? Uh, well, I'm Cindy too. Crap, shouldn't have named myself after my daughter. <laughs> well, all right, Cindy too. I know what I like. I like doing chores for whores. <laughs> what? And you sure look like one to me. So how was to say I started doing some chores for you? You do a little dance for me with all those bandages on. <laughs> oh, well, well, this this would help me out a great amount. Uh, 
nobody suspects I'm a ra- I'm one of the regulars. Better get to dancing. You got it. Here. Ah, full body cast body is awkwardly shuffling on a super pole. this is how the West was Hey, you cheated at poker. Oh, where's my chicken pot? Let's go, whore. I'm getting you out of here. Thank you. Thank you. What do I call you? You call me John. He throws her on the back of her of, of his horse, and he's just kind of he he's laying full body cast on the back. We're we're at a full gallop. His body is just buckling under the weight of it. <laughs> yeah, tell me where you live. I'll help. I gotta. I'm ready to do some chores after all that dancing. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I cannot see the, the the part of the body cast has fl- gone into my eyes. <laughs> Okay, I'll just go down the one road. <laughs> Get down the one road and, and, and you'll find it. Mike's horse breaks both its legs and uh, Tyler's body flies off it. He rolls down. Oh, no! <laughs> My horse! Uh, Mike, John, uh, he, he kneels down next to Tyler's broken body. You were my best whore that I ever saw dance. <laughs> oh, thank you. We cut back to town. Oh, no. <laughs> the guy, he, shoots, he shoots the whore. No! Buttercup! We cut back, we cut back to town where, um, where Tyler's son comes back out from the shop. Woohoo! Sixteen licorices. What a day. <laughs> now, where's my dad in our cart? Where? Hello? Hello? Hey, oh, we just lost uh, one of the whores in there. We need a new one. <laughs> Little boy, are you good? Well, I do hate working because my dog died and my mom got shot, but... I guess it's time to grow up and get a job. Tell Perfect. me what I have to do. Get on in there. Just go up on that pole. Dance on it. Uh, avoid any gunshots. You're going to want to duck. Uh, okay. Great. Welcome to the stage. The newest dancer. Little Bobby. Now that's a good trot. (laughs) You cheated at poker and I don't care. This boy's dance moves are giving me life. (laughs) People, this is what dad would have (laughs) wanted. People are just throwing coins at him. Ow! Here's another handful. Ah! Does, does anyone have paper money? I do. 
Seeing <gasps> a stranger pops up a hat. The piano stops. Yeah, it's me. Jetpack Smith. <laughs> Jetpack Smith. Jetpack Smith. Jetpack Smith. Jetpack Smith. He's got hey. the highest heels of anybody in town. Just doing a little dance for you. Wow. Jet, Jetpack Smith. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, howdy, I should say. Uh, you, you, little whore, would you like to... <laughs> I'd like to take you under my wing. Are you talking to me, little yeah. Bobby? Little Bob, if that's your name. Get this woman out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, teach me how to dance in them high heels, jetpack. We see a montage of them training. <laughs> <laughs> Just all these little dance numbers. Hey, teacher. Hey, hey, I'm learning. But it's hard. Ow! I uh, think cl- you're... Cl- close up on little Bobby. His ankle snapped. Oh! <laughs> I don't have the ankle strength to walk in these high heels. You were such a good girl. <gasps> oh no! I'm, I think I'll be okay. I think I'll recover. No, you were no. you were like the little Lego version of me. <laughs> well, time to put you out of your misery. Oh, this is why I should never have worked. <laughs> Austin Williams and Mike Christian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. Thank you you being too here. are some of the freaking dang funniest. Uh, hey, why don't we do some plugs? Austin, let's start with you. Uh, what to plug? What to plug? Um, if you want to watch a family friendly sketch show, check out Studio C on YouTube, where you can watch fun sketches like Teen Yoda. And I'm trying to think, we don't have any other Star Wars specific sketches, do we? Maybe not from your season, but I've seen some other Star Wars ones on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Austin loves plugging the other seasons of studio I, she's not in yes i actually that's what i want to plug i want to plug seasons one through nine i miss um, the old cast i, I hashtag i miss the old cast hashtag thank goodness jason gray is back that's a little uh inside joke for for the for the mega, for the fans, mega fans out there <laughs> mega fans yeah uh no but then uh follow me on twitter or instagram at Oh boy, at Weston Aliens. It's Austin Williams, <laughs> but the A and the W are flipped. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Austin. Mike, how about you? Uh, yeah, watch seasons uh, 14 and 15 of Studio C on YouTube or the free BYU TV app if you so care. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm uh writing uh acting in uh, a web series that i'm making right now with uh rob skirbo and many other people austin directed an episode uh we have some big stars in there it's very it's called dinosaur portals it's very stupid and uh that'll be coming out soon and yeah follow me on instagram if you'd like i don't post very much it's mike christian zero the number zero the numerical zero <clears throat> amazing yeah, you really only post things on instagram in like a direct uh, to to say something to my extended family, I feel like. 
I subtweet Austin's entire extended evangelical family about things like uh, QAnon isn't real and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. if you want to follow me and see stuff like that, that's what you get. So <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you are a gamer. Uh, you can I'm follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza and Nick Costanza on Instagram. Uh, Tyler, why don't you do some plugs? Uh, yeah, f- follow the, you know, subscribe to the Patreon at Super NPC Radio, which we're a part of now. Uh, check out all the shows that are on there. Uh, you can follow our other show, Stario Chart, uh, where we loosely tie together uh, astrology and video games. Uh, it's very stupid as well. Very fun. We make birth charts for goofy video game characters. We have good guests. It's very fun. At Stario Chart. Uh, you follow me at schnup69, of course, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I think that's it. Uh, awesome. And you can also follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also, leave us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app if you like the show. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack. I'm going to say let's go for fives. You know what? Woo! Let's go for five stars. We earned it. Uh, okay. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Bye.